Hello, friends, and welcome to the Conscious Coping Club. I'm Lori Short-Page, and I'm bringing my expertise as a psychotherapist, my baggage as a human, and my hunch that learning how to cope is going to be a lot more fun when we do it together. Today's episode is brought to you by the feeling of happiness, the coping skill of mindful mental snapshots, and the resource of the happy light. All that and more on this week's episode of the Conscious Coping Club, where we cope better together. Happiness, while universally sought, is experienced uniquely by each individual over time. It can be a feeling of satisfaction from a job well done, a sense of love from a warm hug, or the euphoria of an unexpected surprise. It's an emotion that holds immense power over us. It can influence our decisions, our relationships, and ultimately, our quality of life. However, happiness is not just a static state of being. It's an active process, one that requires nurturing and sometimes, oftentimes, intentional actions to support. Happiness is always desired, but its presence is often elusive, particularly when we find ourselves chasing or obsessing over it. As a clinician, I have always found the chase for happiness to be fascinating. Its subjective nature means that the journey to it is highly personal and often interwoven with challenges and the natural triumphs that come with them when we're paying attention and coping intentionally. However, one thing I also want to emphasize is that it's okay to not feel happy all the time. Actually, it's more than okay. It's typical. Our emotions are a palette, and happiness is just one of the many colors that we can use. What we are talking about here is learning how to embrace this truth that we're not always happy and the expectation for us to be so is unrealistic and harmful so that we can cope more effectively with happiness and all the feelings. You may be thinking, but do I really need to cope with happiness? It's a feel-good emotion. What is there to cope with? Well, all of it. Feel-good emotions have just as much, sometimes more, impact on our state of emotional regulation than feel-bad ones. Regardless of the comfort, we have to embrace the feeling and we have to learn how to cope with it. When we cope with it, we acknowledge it, we notice it, we capture it so that we can remember it. We squeeze additional joy from its memory and gain additional insights from its experience. Conscious coping isn't only about dealing with the feelings that give you the doom and gloom, but also about noticing and coping with the ones that give you butterflies and rainbows, because both are true. And speaking of both, let's talk about the fact that because we are complex emotional beings, a lot of those feelings of butterflies and rainbows also come with a side of doom and gloom, and vice versa. The thing is, we have to cope with a whole plate of feelings, no matter how much space they take up on the plate, or how delicious they may be. Viktor Frankl said happiness must happen, and the same holds for success. You have to let it happen by not caring about it. Happiness ensues not because of our dogged persistence of it, but by what we do to support the likelihood of its emergence. See, we can't force ourselves to be happy, but we can build frameworks that support the organic appearance of happiness in our lives. And we also have to support frameworks that allow us to be present enough to see it, notice it, and ideally revel in it. For like any feeling, happiness is transient, a glimpse we get from time to time, a journey worthy of the outcomes of our desires, in your journey towards happiness, remember to take care of your mental health. Nurture it, protect it, and let it be your guide. 
for it will be what will show you how to support more happiness in your life. Now, today I want to introduce you to a skill that can give you a touch of mindfulness whenever you need it. I like to call this skill taking mental snapshots. This approach is a simple approach that has been utilized in many different practices, and this is just my version. My version happens to be inspired upon an episode of the U.S. version of The Office, the one where Pam and Jen get married, and they imitated a camera click, click, every time they wanted to save a moment in their memory. And because it was such a cute wedding, there was a lot of this. So it turns out it's not just a cute gesture, but also a practical science-backed tool for making sure we capture moments of joy and happiness. See, just like taking a physical picture, this coping skill helps us pause, focus, and reflect on the present moment so that we may more successfully store it away for future recall. Research tells us that our brains remember actions better than words. This is known as the enactment effect. The action of mimicking a camera, click, ties a physical action to the mental process of savoring a happy moment, thereby reinforcing the memory. By practicing this coping skill, we encourage our minds to stop, take in the happiness and the joy we are experiencing in that moment, and store it as a mental snapshot. Why is this important? Well, during tougher times, these mental snapshots can serve as reminders of the happiness we've experienced and can experience again. They help us build our resilience and our confidence to the fact that every feeling is transient. It's a small yet powerful way to navigate life's ups and downs. So next time you're experiencing a moment of joy or happiness, try it. Pause, focus, and click. You're not just taking a mental photograph. You're capturing a feeling that you can return to anytime you need. And it's worth noting here that if the camera doesn't feel like what you want to do, or if you just want to do something that's a little bit more private for you, you can do any type of motion. Tap your leg, run your hand through your hair, whatever you want to do that's going to help you connect with the here and the now. There's no right or wrong here. Just use what feels accessible and right for you. Today's resource spotlight falls on an illuminating device, the Happy Light. The Happy Light is a full-spectrum light therapy device, and it is a very cool tool. It's not your everyday lamp. It's specially designed light therapy that helps to simulate natural sunlight, providing your body with the full spectrum of life wavelengths. Now, why is this so beneficial to your mental health? Well, as human beings, we are biologically adapted to thrive in natural light environments. But due to winter or office conditions or even a really hot summer, a lot of us tend to spend most of our time indoors. And so we may not get the sunlight that our bodies need to process into vitamin D. Lack of vitamin D can cause a lot of physical and mental health problems. And I would encourage you, if you haven't already, when you go to see your primary care doctor to ask them to screen your vitamin D levels. Many people are deficient in vitamin D and have no idea. Speaking as someone who knows that my vitamin D levels impact my depression greatly, it is a really important thing for you to know where your vitamin D levels fall. Now back to the happy light. When we don't have enough sunlight and vitamin D, this can lead to feelings of lethargy, sadness, or as I said, even depression. We often refer to this as seasonal affective disorder or SAD, the depression that some people experience when the seasons change fall into winter. 
Here's where the happy light comes in. It provides you with a dose of simulated sunlight, which in turn helps to regulate your body's natural circadian rhythm, boost your mood, and increase your energy levels. Scientific studies have shown that the full-spectrum light therapy, like the happy light, can stimulate our body's production of serotonin, often referred to as the happiness hormone, and regulate our melatonin, which helps us maintain healthy sleep patterns. Personally, I've been using my happy light for a while, and it's been a game changer, especially during those dark winter months. But it's also worth noting that I use it a lot during the heat of the summer, when I'm not going outside or it's too hot to be under the sun. Let me show you how it works. This is my happy light. It's a very basic travel one. I like that because I can take it wherever I go. All you do is you simply turn it on. And this one, you can select the amount of light that you want. So it goes up to 10,000 or the, the range of light, I should say. There we go. So that's 10,000 lumen. You can select the time. Usually about 20 to 30 minutes is sufficient. And what I do is I just put mine off to the side in front of me while I'm having my morning coffee. And it doesn't really distract me. It doesn't really do too much other than it is just there and it is giving me the light that I need. So this is a really great tool. I actually end up really using it year round. I recommend it to clients. And you're looking at about a $40 investment to start. They are available on Amazon and you can use HSA and FSA funds if you do have those available. So why not give the happy light a little bit of a try? It's really been a game changer for me. That's all for this episode of the Conscious Coping Club. Join me in this journey at ConsciousCoping.club, where we navigate the labyrinth of life together with intention, courage, and a sense of discovery. Make sure to like and follow for more great content. And until next time, don't just cope, consciously cope. Mm -hmm.